Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. So what was your other question? Did you have one? Um, it was, um, yeah, okay. So kind of along the same line, but when you are, hmm, what was my question? <laughs> Just lost it. Um... Yeah, so do men ever get to the phase where they're like, I want a relationship now? Oh, for or sure. Or is it just easing into it? Yeah, for just, sure. You know, all of a sudden it just happened type of thing. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of men that are wanting a relationship, you know. The thing is, I think what it is is that they want the relationship, but they want the relationship um, that doesn't have, if I can say this, like the crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always that, that period of time where like a lot of people, I'm not going to say women, people, you know, they got their good face on and thing, yeah. th- things are cool and things are, you know, and then slowly you start slowly seeing the crazy come out. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times when you start seeing that crazy come out, you're kind of, like, oh, what am I going to do now? You know, and, yeah. you're, and you're so deep in that it's like, you know, what do you do now? But, yeah, there's a lot of men that they want the relationship and they hope and they're hopeful for it until they get in. And then they start seeing, you know, they really start seeing stuff behind the scenes that they wasn't seeing before. But, yeah. I mean, you know, um, we had another this question came up on another taping. You know, ladies, if you're out there, I mean, don't be afraid to ask the guy straight up. What's, what's he looking for? Yeah, oh my God, yes, preach. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking that question. You know. Exactly. There's nothing wrong. As opposed to going on one date and being hopeful or optimistic and going on a second date and being hopeful and optimistic and going on a third date and being... And then by the fourth date, you find out, you know, you were just one in rotation. Well, now you're pissed. When if you would have asked that on, on, you know, from Jump Street... He would have told you, hey, yeah, I mean, I'm cool, we're cool, but I'm seeing other people too. You wouldn't have went into, yeah. you know, all of that. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why women are so, seem like there's a lot of women are afraid to ask that. You know, I don't yeah. know. Do you know why? I would like to know why. Why are, let, 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 why are women afraid to ask that? <laughs> because we're afraid to get rejected too and that we're not good enough. You know, most women have, at least a lot of women, I would say most women, we have a weird or dysfunctional relationship with our fathers, right? And that is actually causing a lot of issues when we start growing up and starting dating and getting into serious relationships. A lot of it, you know, are, um, what's that word? A lot of it is... um, reminding us 
okay. a lot of it is reminding us of you know that past uh, experience or the first meet with our father or the dysfunctional relationship we had, which makes us subconsciously, you know, we don't think about this all the time, but subconsciously we are afraid to get hurt. We're afraid to, um, that, you know, they they will leave or they will reject us if they don't want us. And then we don't feel good enough and we didn't feel good enough for our dad. You know what I'm saying? It's that ongoing cycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it sounds like it can happen, like if a woman's out on a date with a guy and she says, hey, what are you looking for? And he goes, hey, I don't want anything serious. She internalizes that as if she's not good enough? It could be. Like, I am I am telling my women to be like, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah. It's literally his decision, his life. It has nothing to do with your worth or your value or how you look or what you said or didn't say. Nothing. And it's so important to ask that question, especially like if you are, no, it's important period to ask that question. Like, what are you looking for? And make a habit of doing that. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I know one show we talked about, you know, is it a good idea or a bad idea to go ahead and bring up all your deal breakers on a first date? (laughs) Uh, What's your take on that? Do you think, you think people should do that? I don't think it's a good idea because you tend, you kind of put off the energy, send off the energy of being like really picky or like too specific. Like because you kind of have to get a feel of a person before you start saying, you know, your non-negotiables or all the things you do not want in a partner okay. or all the things you're not looking for, <laughs> which is even worse. So if you were, if you, Tiffany was on a first date and the guy looked at you and said, Hey, what are your deal breakers? Right. What? Yeah. I'm not asking for your list, but what would you, what would go through your mind? What would you be thinking or feeling what, at, okay, so, at, at him asking that question? Yeah, actually, I, I would actually answer the question. Like if it comes as a question, definitely answer it. Yeah. But it's like. Like, it, it's worse to kind of just start off the conversation with that or kind of like, okay, so I'm looking for this or this or this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, if, you, if you're being asked a question as a guy or you've been asked a question as a woman, then, like, go ahead and answer it because the person is curious, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So you would answer? Yeah. I would definitely answer. You, it wouldn't be like a red flag to you or something no, like no, that? No, no, I would, I would, I would see that as, like curiosity or just like okay maybe he's trying to you know see if he is the right person for me (laughs) that's what i would think but i'm really like you know i know people so i kind of like read between the lines Mm, okay (laughs) all right very cool very cool we got a couple questions for us the listeners and uh want us to take those on before we end our taping and see what your take is on that is that okay yeah. All right, cool. So one question is, um, what do you do if a girl tells you she loves you, but you don't feel the same? Can I say that again? Sorry. What do you do, what does a guy do, if a girl tells you that she loves you, but you don't feel the same? What does a guy do? Yeah, what should he do? Um, and he doesn't love her back, was that what you said? Yeah, basically. Um, he should be compassionate about it. Like, 
say thank you or say <laughs> that, you know, it's awesome that you feel that way. But then I would also suggest that he would just say what he feels. Because, you know, the girl can't expect, you know, to hear the same back. A lot of women do. I know that. But it's like treated as you feel. Yeah. You know, if you don't, if you don't love her back, then okay, don't say, don't say, just to say it, but say it why you might not feel the same way yet, you know? Okay. So he's supposed to try to be compassionate and hopefully yeah. say, oh, well, thank you. I mean, I can understand how that would be kind of like awkward to, because if you don't <laughs> feel that back and you know, I mean, someone says that, you know, that they're kind of looking to hear it returned right mm-hmm. are they not yeah kind of looking to hear that come back and I think sometimes some women are saying it as like a question yeah you, is, that, <laughs> is that true it's, it's not a good thing to do like you have to say it and this goes out to the guys and the girls who want to say this to their person like you have to say it from a place within yourself where you're like I do actually love this person and it doesn't matter if he or she does not love me back because I still love them. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. I don't know how many people yeah, can listen like to that. Yeah, it's like real power in owning that, you know, I like this person, but he doesn't have to. Or I love this person, but he doesn't have to love me back just now just because I feel it. You know, it's a selfish thing to think that some or uh, the guy or girl will love you just because you do. Yeah, but won't the, won't the, won't the woman... You know, if this is happening where it's it's a it's a um, if this happens where it's a you know a man he's on the on the receiving end of this and the woman says you know hey I mean wouldn't if the guy doesn't say it back wouldn't the woman feel as you were saying earlier like she's not good enough or something's wrong with her would she not internalize yeah, that? If- it completely depends on the woman, though. So if you would, if you would, you know, in my situation, <laughs> I would have kind of just thought that, okay, cool. I said I love you, and I don't internalize anything that is happening outside of me. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just notice it, and then okay. But you know, other women, or yeah, other women would probably internalize it as not being good enough, or that you know he's not what you're looking for. Something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Another question we have is: When you're in a relationship, um, do men view the relationship as a team, or do they view the relationship as individuals? As a. As an individual. Oh, like the do women women view or yeah? Men view? Well, well, let's let, let's let let you answer that from a woman's point of view. Do they view the relationship like a team, or do they? review or you know view the relationship like individuals from my perspective i would say both okay (laughs) explain Um, that because you have to work as a couple on the couple stuff like to create the desire to make sure that you're connected to make sure that you know you talk together you communicate those type of stuff you have to make time for for the couple as a team Mm-hmm. But also, what will add to the relationship is two individuals living their life, you know, doing the things that they love without the other person. Right. I agree with that. And I think that's the yeah. way, you know, um, 
it depends on uh, what the guy's dealing with at the time. You know, this is kind of a good question. Like, if he's out there, as they say, living his best life, he's going to see himself as an individual. You know, um, with kind of the benefits of being in a in a team setting, right? Mm-hmm. If he's not really looking for anything serious, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. If he's getting into something serious, then he'll take on that team dynamic. But you know, for a lot of it, it's just you know he's enjoying the the group benefits of being uh, together as a team, but. He still really enjoys his benefits of him being individual, for sure. No question. Yeah. No question. So I want to talk about, you had mentioned something about, uh, how did you say it? Sex appeal, sexy is, you know, how did you, how did, how did you, how did you rephrase that? How did you phrase that? Uh, that I help women feel sexy as fuck. <laughs> why? Well, yeah. Why do you think women, do you think that there's a lot of, that there's issues where women... Why are they so afraid to embrace their sexuality? I think they feel it's they feel like it's too much, or that they will feel weird if they fully embrace, you know, their feminine power or you know what they want in the bedroom or stuff like that. I think a lot of people or a lot of women does not know that side of themselves just because it's never been nurtured. Hmm. So it's kind of an unknown territory where they don't know what goes up, what goes down. And, you know, they're not clear within themselves of, like, how to embrace that and where to start with it. And then on top of that, it's like when it comes to the bedroom, it's like, you know, not speaking their needs or what they want or what they like because they don't even know it themselves. Mm. So how do you... How? Okay, so two questions then. How does a couple move into that realm of what she does like how do you do that how does a couple do that together good question so this i think this would be a good thing to introduce for one of them you know if for the guy it could be like introducing okay so i want to know more about what you like just a simple question is that and if she finds it weird it's just like stick with it she's gonna tell you (laughs) You think she and, will? You think she will say it eventually? Well, yeah, I think she would because we like to feel taken care of, and you know, like the man is curious. We know that indicates that he, you know, wants as well, or daddy likes us, right? So, absolutely. Mm, okay. And then, if a woman is taking that that part, I will. I would, you know, sit down with my man and just be like, okay, so let's just talk. A little bit about like what we like in the bedroom um maybe she can start or maybe she can ask him like what do you like and then they just um kind of talk about it because i i you know correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like also when you when you say to a man what you like or when you say to a guy what you like or what you want to be different they kind of take it a little bit personally, just because the roles are like, you know, you're supposed to please a woman in the bedroom type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or am I wrong here? No, I mean, that. there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. I mean, my immediate thing that I think about when something like this has been brought up, you know, guys can be kind of closed mouth, closed mouth on it mm. simply because they're afraid of judgment. Yeah. 
it's like if <laughs> it's particularly if things are kind of kind of coasting well, it's like, hey man, we're going good. I don't want to mess this up right now, you know. And you asking this question, and I tell you, you know, something that he might be into or something he might, you know, secretly watch by himself, you know. I mean, you know what happens. You know, what happens when a woman asks, say, hey, so, what, you know, what do you like? Or, you know, what can I do more of or something? And then he says it, and then she looks at him weird afterwards. Then what? Oh, then I, <laughs> then I think the whole, like, then I think you came at it with the wrong energy. Because it's the same thing again. Like, you can't expect him to say what you will like to hear. Mm. So you you have to kind of be open, or that she would like to hear if this is you know the the other way around. But it's kind of like you have to go into it with a really open mind, and then kind of maybe compromising or something if it's something that she doesn't want to do or don't feel like doing. So, and I don't say that you have to like tell all of your deepest deepest uh, desires to your partner, but kind of like contribute to make things a little bit better. Yeah. There's always room for improvement everywhere. Do you think that women would not volunteer that information because they might be afraid that the guy would judge them? Yes, absolutely. I think it's the both um, a good and full of shame here just because we were taught that way, like the way we were raised. Uh-huh. Um, you know, not really talking about that is a natural thing, you know, to talk about sex and to talk about your needs. So definitely, I think both parts feel same when it comes to talking about what, what they like and what they want. So how do you get past that? You get past it by just talking about it. There's no other way. Like, you literally just have to open up that little door and then just start talking about it in some way. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the right question. It's just introducing the thing. Introducing it, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen I've seen some guys watch some crazy stuff out there, and it's like, bro, I don't see how you could bring that up to a woman, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think women do, too. Like, I think we have some... Pretty, pretty nasty secrets too. To really, really. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I don't think we're we're that different, actually. But it comes. Um, why? Well, I think when it comes to sex, it's like the closest thing we get to being animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a a thing where the mind is not rational with what you get turned on by. It's just not. It's not political correct. It's just not. Right. So there's a lot of things that can turn you on, which society will tell you or the culture will tell you is shameful or bad or not good. It's just something within you or your brain tells you that, okay, this seems kind of cool. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, it's not rational at all, that part of the brain. Yeah. So if he asks you to, you know, uh, sound like a sheep, you know, you're not supposed to look at him weird, right? <laughs> right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please. 
Ooh, okay. Um, well, you know, you're not supposed to look any weird. Like you can't judge. You can't judge people. You would never judge, you know, your partner, even though you think it's weird. It's kind of like take a deep breath and be like, okay. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I I literally don't know how to deal with that. I think you just have to deal with it when it comes up, but do not judge. That's the most important thing. Oh man, I'm cracking myself up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Tiffany. So, Tiffany, we're going to wrap up the uh, podcast. Do you have any closing thoughts that you want to leave uh, the listeners with? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I really preach, you know, I stand behind everything that comes to being a healthy individual. So it means be aware of your own emotions do not take them out on your on others on your partner on you know your family or friends and this goes to men and women like get reading or get watching get learning about some emotional intelligence and just learn about yourself become more aware of who you are and what triggers you and that will lead you to just having a better life and love life okay <laughs> Awesome. Now, where can yeah. some, where can people if they want to follow up with you? Um, we're going to put some of your we're going to put your handles in the episode notes, so people can you know click and get it. But if if, if give some give them something that they want to give the, get in touch with you, you know, as soon as this is as soon as they're done listening, how can I get in touch with you? Yeah, you can get in touch with me on Instagram. That's the best way. Um, Tiffany Gnali. So it's. Tiffany with a Y and then G-N-A-L-Y and the same at Facebook. So I do live trainings on Facebook and on Instagram I do live trainings and posting and stories and everything. So Instagram is the best way. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being a guest here. This has been very insightful. Um, I'm going to talk to you when we get done here about having you come back and doing some more tapings with us, if that's okay. Um, I appreciate everybody listening. A big shout out to the people overseas that are checking out the podcast. It's always astonishing to see the stats and the people that are in, that are in Norway, people that are in Sweden. Big listenership in Sweden, Sweden, and uh, we got some listeners in Russia. I don't know how they're getting the podcast in Russia. I don't know how they're doing that, but they, but we got some listeners in Russia. Um, we got some listeners in Poland, Germany, uh, the Philippines, Singapore, Japan. Japan's a big listenership. Thank all of you for listening. Please, if you enjoy the episode, share it. If you think someone needs to hear something that we've said, you know, let us be the bad guy. Say, hey, listen to this, and we can kind of tell them, you know, through the podcast, and maybe they'll listen. Um, please rate us. Please give us a review. Share this episode. Subscribe to the episode. Thank everybody for listening, and tune in next time. Thank you, and goodbye. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card Productions venture. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.